You are listening to the Uplevel Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich, a business coach and strategist who helps female entrepreneurs uplevel their business with practical strategies, a rewired mindset, and the accountability to make it stick. With over 15 years of collective hands-on experience in corporate and the entrepreneurial space, I bring a unique and diverse perspective when it comes to helping women grow their businesses. My own business experienced massive growth when I started investing in my business and working with a coach. Now I am here to share those same strategies and insights with you right here week after week. If you are looking for clarity on your business direction and accountability on your goals, then you are in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Up Level Lounge podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Froelich. If you are tuning in for the first time, welcome. I am so glad to have you. And if you are one of my loyal listeners, I appreciate you more than you could ever imagine. And especially those of you that drop me little notes on Instagram or Facebook telling me what resonated with you or your key takeaways from the episode. So don't ever feel like you're burdening me. I really honestly love hearing your feedback. So today I'm going to talk about something that came to me during a coaching call. And it is not only something that comes up a lot when I'm coaching, but it's also something that I have implemented as part of my own marketing strategy. And this is kind of what happens when you're coaching with me, you will be talking and telling me about something. And then I get this whole other idea that I need to share with you that may not actually be related to your direct question or what you were sharing with me, but it's like this value add that happens. And so I had a client today talking about um, the engagement with her consulting client and kind of sharing where that is going and what's happened so far and where she sees it wrapping up. And we were actually really discussing her business model and her offer structure and what was working well and how she wanted to modify going forward. But as she was talking about this client and the uniqueness of it, my brain was just firing with, oh my gosh, you've got to capture this. Oh my goodness, there's so many gold nuggets here. So what I wanted to share with you is a really, really simple strategy that you can implement right now into your own marketing approach. And before I share with you what that is, I want to talk about marketing because again, and I've said this a million times, I'll say it a million more, marketing is the thing that overwhelms so many people. Marketing is the thing that people think that they're not good at. Marketing is the thing that they think that they need to do more of. I tell myself lots of stories about marketing that aren't true. My clients tell themselves lots of stories about marketing that isn't true. The thing about marketing is you've got to figure out what works for you. And the only way that you're going to do that is to try some things out and get to know yourself on a deeper level. And what I mean by this is how do you like to create information and share about what you offer? If you are relying solely 100% on referral-based business, that's great. And there still needs to be a marketing strategy that goes along to support that, okay? And I would encourage you to figure out what you can do to enhance a meta-marketing effort, right? What can you do to put content out there that is going to support you down the road? You may also be somebody who gets a lot of inquiries from your social media posts, but you're finding that you're like burning out because you're constantly having to come up with new content. And so the question that I would have you ask yourself is how can you automate some of this? How can you repurpose it? Do you have a good system for capturing and nurturing leads? Okay. And so again, it's learning just because 
you're doing something, is that working for you in terms of sustainability, right? Really asking yourself those questions and figuring out a marketing strategy that is going to be long-term. But again, the way that you do that is by trying things and saying, oh my gosh, this is great. Or, oh my goodness, I never want to do that again. I have tried many things that I don't like, and I've decided to no longer implement in terms of my own marketing strategy, but I wouldn't have known whether or not they worked or not if I hadn't given them a shot. And we also do some things now that I never thought that I would like. And we've slowly incorporated things into our marketing strategy that work really well for me and for my team that are flexible. For instance, this very week, I was talking with Samantha, who is my social media manager. And (laughs) I said, listen, here's the deal. I am totally fine repurposing some stuff. We have so much great content out there because we were talking specifically about content for the upcoming month and how we needed to fill in some gaps. And I was like, I don't have the bandwidth to do that, nor do I have the creative desire. And I really want to focus on showing up live for my audience. So let's repurpose what we have. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Start creating something so that you have something to repurpose later when you need to slow down or take a break or life happens. But again, you're not going to know what works best for you if you don't try something. But relying solely on people finding you in thin air is not a good marketing strategy. If you are truly dedicated to growing a sustainable business that's in alignment with your core values, and that's going to allow for more growth in terms of finances, but growth in terms of freedom, you need to put some effort into your marketing strategy. But the thing is, is it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It doesn't have to be scary. So all of that to say today, when I was talking to my private client, on a coaching call, she's talking about her consulting client. And my private client is somebody who's coached with me previously, privately, and she's gone through the consulting framework accelerator and really decided that consulting was going to allow her business to scale in a way that was going to support her ideal business model. And so she's realizing that she's living that because she's leaning into marketing, even though she would be the first person to tell you, I don't like marketing. I'm not good at marketing. And we're working on continuing to break down some of those narratives and show the evidence that she is good at marketing because she is getting consulting clients and she's getting more right fit clients. So anyway, we're talking about something that has nothing to do with marketing. And yet my brain is like picking up these gems about marketing for her. And that's what I'm going to share with you right now. So she's telling me about this consulting client and, you know, the uniqueness of it and the things that she has been able to accomplish and what she sees happening by the end of the project. And this is how she wants to work with people in the future, because this is really fun. And this really, you know, feeds into her zone of genius and she can create such a strong foundation. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you need to showcase this. So what I told her is she needs to grab out some of the milestones, some of the nuggets, some of the wins, some of the things that she has already accomplished within the first 45 days of working with this client and start documenting them and notating them. Because by the time she is done with this engagement, no matter how hard you try, you're going to forget some of the golden nuggets, some of the aha moments, some of the really incredible feedback that you've gotten along the way. And what this does is it captures what you do are doing with your clients. In a previous podcast episode, I talked about focusing on what you're doing instead of what you do. Instead of I'm an online business manager or I'm a dietitian or whatever the thing is, talk about what you're doing with your clients. That establishes credibility. That establishes relatability. It makes you relevant because you are doing things. Talk about that. 
tell the story of the interaction and the transformation and the day-to-day because that makes you relatable and that makes people be able to say, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I can totally see how that would relate to my business. So talk about what you are doing. So here I am encouraging my client to take inventory, right? And from that big, long story, it doesn't have to be big and long, okay? But from that whole picture that you're going to capture, you can take bits and pieces. You can couple that with the testimonial and then you have social proof. You have a story to tell and you have confirmation from the client to say, oh my gosh, this was incredible or this was transformational or this resulted in X, Y, and Z. So it's not only your story of what you're doing, but it's confirmation from the person making a testimonial that much beefier, that much stronger. And so what you've done there is you have created some really fantastic marketing content that can be repurposed in a whole number of ways just by documenting the work that you are doing. This is such a powerful strategy that is so often overlooked. We are constantly looking at how do we capture the data in terms of the transformation that we make. And we're looking for everything to be tied to numbers, quantitative data, revenue, but sometimes it is the emotional transformation. Sometimes it's the aha moment. Sometimes it's the fact that because you put the system into place for a client, they could finally go on vacation for the first time in three years. Tell those stories. And if you're like, I'm a terrible writer, fine. Make yourself this outline of all of these notes. Think about this as the Cliff Notes version and then delegate the writing to someone else. Find a writer that can interview you or record yourself telling the story and then you can transcribe it and somebody else can make it into a blog post. So there are no excuses as to why this won't work for you. This is such an easy marketing strategy. If you have clients, if you have ever had a happy client, if you have ever said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I wish I could do this for more people. You can, and you will be able to with greater ease if you put yourself out there. You let people know that you exist because if you're relying on referrals only or people magically stumbling across you on the internet, I'm not saying it's not possible to grow your business in that way, but I'm saying that if you put in a little bit effort, the odds of growing your business faster (laughs) are greatly in your favor. And you know that. So anyway, this simple strategy of documenting the aha moments and the changes and the transformations and the happiness, because no matter what, when you get done with an engagement, you're not going to remember all of these things, no matter how sharp you are and no matter how much you want to. So I really, really encourage you to make a list. And this is something you can do in a Google Doc or on notes on your computer or dedicate a notebook to it. I don't care what the thing is. And if you're somebody who has a podcast, this is a great podcast episode that you can start to tell the stories of the transformations that your clients are getting, the wins that they're experiencing, what it looks like to do the work and what that allows. This is something that you can create for YouTube content. This is something that can be, you know, like I said, created into an actual case study or a blog post or snippets onto your Instagram or LinkedIn or a combination of all of those things. Or maybe you don't have a podcast, but this is a story you can tell on someone else's podcast and it doesn't have to be in its entirety, but really being able to hone in on, wow, I have clients and oh, by the way, I make transformations and this is what they really look like, right? It's not that I just created a metrics dashboard and that's going to allow the client to track X, Y, and Z. What did that feel like? What were the things that they said to you along the way? And 
also as a result of that, what other things came to life? What other work did you end up discovering would be impactful for that client? Capture those things. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in doing more, 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 we forget that we also have a business to run. We start pouring more and more and more energy into our clients and the work that we're doing. And although that's amazing, you've got to like also pause long enough to say, how can I capture this so that I can use this as a way to continue to impact and reach more people? How can I bring this back into my own business so that I can create content so that I can have this shape my marketing strategy? What is it that I'm loving doing and how do I capture that so more people can know about it? And then the other thing that is not directly related to what I'm talking about right now, but where did this client come from? How did they find you? Is it based on your current marketing strategy? Was it a referral from someone or did they actually come a different way into your world, or do you even know? So making sure that you're really auditing your marketing efforts in terms of where are people actually coming from versus where you assume that they're coming from. So again, this is meant to just be like a little podcast about a simple thing that you can start doing to capture your wins, your transformations, your experiences, so that you can repurpose this in a way that is going to attract more right fit dream clients. So if you're somebody right now that is lit up by the work you're doing and you're just loving the way that things are going with a client, capture that, sit down right now, grab out a notebook and just spew out all of the things that are coming to mind and tell a story about that later on down the road. You don't have to write all the stuff in its entirety, but capture some of the main themes. I'm telling you that this strategy is gonna save your creative, (laughs) your creative bone when it's not quite firing the way you would like it to. You're going to be so grateful that you've created this like database to refer back to and say, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. I forgot about when they told me this or that we also decided to do X, Y, and Z and that, yeah, they were able to do this thing. I am so glad that I took that inventory. This inventory will become content for you in many, many different ways. So I hope you found this to be helpful. I'm curious if you're already doing this or if this is something that you are going to start implementing as part of your own marketing strategy. So basically, I just wanted this to be a quick little podcast to just get those creative juices flowing when it comes to marketing and remind you that marketing is not scary. Marketing is not overwhelming, that you are good at marketing, that If you have clients, you have done some type of marketing in some form or fashion and looking at where did those clients come from and how can I do more of that if it is something that lights me up or do I need to explore some new ways in which I can market my business? Because marketing your business is essential for getting to that next level, but we need to find the way that marketing works best for you. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I look forward to seeing you right here next week back on the Uplevel Lounge podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you're looking to join a community of female entrepreneurs focused on the growth of their online business, be sure to check out the Uplevel Lounge community on Facebook. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at melissafrolick.com. See you here next week.